T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. faces a choice this is battleground america here's tara servatius welcome to the insane things podcast the friday edition of the battleground podcast where we wrap up the most insane things that happened this week folks we are truly living through a national emergency and the whole world is watching in the last week or so our president spoke with a dead woman Jackie Walorski, a congresswoman who had died in a car accident. He called for her from the podium. He didn't seem to notice she was dead. That was alarming, considering Biden had personally called her family the month before to console them about her death and then forgot she died. By the way, at the hunger summit that he spoke at where he called for her, you know, they did a tribute video for her. He stood there during the tribute video, watching to speak. The whole point of the tribute video was that she was dead and to honor her life and the work she did for hunger. None of that connected for the president. And he stood at the podium and called Jackie. Jackie, are you here? And that was only the beginning. Then he claimed he was raised by Puerto Ricans. Had to be escorted off the stage. And then during Hurricane Ian, wandered off on live national television during the hurricane briefing with that blank look on his face. And then this week, in a final shocking crescendo to the madness, claimed his son, Bo, died fighting for the country in Iraq. I say this as a father of a man who won the Broad Star, the Conspicuous Service Medal, and lost his life in Iraq. Uh, Bo Biden died of cancer. That's why the Biden founded the Bo Biden Foundation dedicated to fighting cancer. You're watching a national emergency unfold on the world stage. A veritable freak show. As Joe Biden began the week by insisting, we're not in a recession. We might head into a slight one. Even Europe admits they're in a recession. They use the same measure we do. Two quarters of negative GDP growth. See, the world you live in and I live in here in America is increasingly sanitized. They lead you to believe that everything's normal here and the outside world sees this as normal too. They don't. We're in a high-pitched currency war. One that if we lose it, will collapse our economy and our currency, potentially. And the whole world is choosing sides. And they're increasingly hitching their economic futures to the side they choose. When you look insane, you don't get chosen. You know who they're hitching up with? Russia, Saudi Arabia, India, China, and Brazil, the BRICS countries, or BRICS Plus, as I call it. 
Watch the media here and you'd think the whole world hates Putin. The whole world is repulsed by him. He is whipping us right now in the currency war. And he just forced, as the Bo Biden and recession clips show. Oh, and then he was on TV yesterday claiming we only have 2% inflation. As all that shows, the world sees it. Joe Biden is a profoundly mentally ill man. He needs help. He's also a very senile individual. At a time when Russia and China are saying to the world, choose. At a time when the world is fragmenting and cleaving into two competing economic systems that I've told you so much about on the Battleground podcast over the last few years. And Saudi Arabia? Saudi Arabia isn't just Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia is the de facto head of OPEC. As the head goes, so will the body. Understand that Saudi Arabia holds in its hand the power to destroy America utterly and completely economically. And most Americans haven't a clue. Just to recap quickly, there's something called the petrodollar. If it goes away, you're going to be running around in sackcloth. So your dollar is drastically and grotesquely overvalued because we kind of deal with the Saudis in the 1970s and via the Saudis, basically all of OPEC. And they would sell their oil, their natural resources for dollars. Anybody who wanted to buy it would have to convert into American currency. It's called a petrodollar. You can look it up. And so the fact that that people do this at the demand of the Saudis has created a vast toughness for the dollar, a vast overvaluing of the dollar, many times beyond what our economy is worth. This is why a mere three to four hundred million people, that's how many we think live here, who knows, with illegal immigration, can spend trillions of dollars, can print trillions of dollars because of the petrodollar. But if Saudi Arabia were, say, to suddenly stop, and if Saudi Arabia did it, OPEC would too, were to suddenly stop demanding that countries first convert to the dollar before they buy oil, our ship would be sunk. A generation might wander in the woods economically as we're cast into what will feel like third world status. Joe Biden, seemingly unaware of this, doesn't care, too stupid to understand the implications are just so demented. And ridden with compulsive lying, he can't help himself. I don't know what. But every time he threatens Saudi Arabia, we are literally standing on a knife's edge between what prosperity we have left and financial oblivion. Any moment, they could pull the rug out from underneath us. So what does Saudi Arabia get for this arrangement? Well, the deal we cut with them back in the 1970s was we'd be their military. And they'd demand payment for oil and dollars and make sure the rest of OPEC did too. Well, 20 years ago, Vladimir Putin announced he planned to destroy the petrodollar and claim its status for the ruble. And along the way, China joined him. There's no reason Saudi Arabia couldn't just cast their lot with them and depend on them for military protection. There's absolutely nothing stopping them except 80 years of precedent. Now, look, I've wanted to get rid of the petrodollar system for a long time. It is too terrifying to teeter on this edge, too expensive in terms of treasure and blood of every generation to invade every country, think Iraq, Libya, Syria, that threatens to go off the petrodollar. It's an immoral system. But I don't want the system to suddenly come crashing down because Saudi Arabia has had it with insane old Joe Biden. That is too fast. That is a shock. We cannot survive. And let me tell you what, folks. Let me make this prediction. If that happens, if OPEC abandons the dollar, do you know who will join the New World Order as run by China and Russia, Europe will. One country at a time. That's why we blew up the Nord. Then, oh yeah, it was us.
It was because Germany was teetering on the edge of Russia's demands, and they're not big. Russia, Russia simply said to Germany, hey, uh, look, we'll turn the natural gas back on. Your, your factories don't have to idle this winter. You just can't play, pay in dollars. Um, you have to pay in rubles. And Putin even hinted he might let them pay in something else, but it couldn't be dollars. That's it. And Germany was seriously considering it. That's why we had to blow up the Nord, because a defection by Germany would have led to a defection by France. The people, as they shiver this winter and go broke, would have demanded it. We are in a desperate position and we're led by a senile, feeble, mentally ill old man who started off his term by insulting Saudi Arabia, mocking them despite the status of the petrodollar. It was so insane over over Khashoggi's murder and Khashoggi should have been murdered. He was an Al-Qaeda operative. He was absolutely the kind of person we would drone. But Biden mocked them and needled them. And every time he does, he stands on the razor's edge between financial oblivion and his own idiocy. Now understand the world is watching this. India is watching this. Taiwan is watching this. Thailand and Indonesia. Mexico is watching this. And everybody's trying to decide who to cast their lot with. Do you cast your lot with a country so insane their leaders deny the recession and their federal government censors, as we learned this week in that lawsuit, censors, mentions, of the recession on social media? How do you have a long-term partnership with such a country? The Saudis answered that question this week. So understand what happened here. Joe Biden, idiot, thinks he has a good enough relationship with them to call them up and say, hey, I don't give a damn about these American people. You can jack up the oil prices all you want. We were going to do that anyway. But can you wait till after the election? And he thinks they're not going to tell anybody. After he harangued them, over killing Khashoggi. So what does Saudi Arabia do? The single most terrifying thing I've seen them do yet this year. And that's saying something. Given that they hold their entire our entire economic future in their hands. They fired a shot over the bow. And most Americans don't even understand what they were saying. I do though. And it's very scary. They exposed Joe Biden. Issuing a statement saying that he'd asked them to hold off on their production cuts for a month. It's a long rambling statement, but I'll tell you what they meant by it. This is a warning. Anytime we want, we can pull the financial carpet out from underneath America and the rest of the world might just follow us. Germany was just thinking about it. So screw you, Joe. We hold all the cards. You hold none. Now, if Joe decided to unleash the full unmitigated awesome power of the 15 million barrels we could sell on the world market a day in oil, we could crush them underneath our foot. And if they dropped the petrodollar, yeah, it would hurt. We could probably survive it. We'd have to ramp up production. I mean, we'd have to go a full 17 to 20 million barrels a day. We could probably do it in a year. It would get dicey. But the will just isn't there in Washington. And the Saudis are counting on that, that no matter what happens. We will not save ourselves. And they can see the mathematical evidence of that because Joe Biden threatened them this week like the jackass he is. They better unleash those two million barrels or by God, he wouldn't sell them weapon systems. Are you freaking stupid? He can buy those weapon systems from Russia and China. That will only push them further into Russia and China's arms. The last place we want them to go and to owe anybody. Because you know what Russia and China are going to ask? Drop the petro dollar. 
and we'll sell you the systems. It's almost as if he's trying to destroy the dollar and impoverish the entire nation. Although most days I can't really tell. That's their punishment? They'd love that. So would Russia and China. So that statement exposing Joe Biden, what did it mean? This is what the Saudis were saying. This is your warning. We can crush you economically anytime we want. And every day, Russia, China, and the BRICS countries, that's Russia, China, India, Brazil, and South Africa, look stronger. And their new financial system, which will trade in a basket of their currencies, looks just saner. We don't need you anymore, America, but you need us. And anytime we want, we'll pull the rug out because we have all the cards. Again, Joe's giving them all the cards because he won't allow the drilling. And again, uh, we under Trump hit a high of 13 million barrels per day as oil refinery owner and billionaire John Katsimidis has explained repeatedly, we have a natural inherent 15 million barrel a day capacity. We could in three months replace this OPEC oil. And you know what we could sell it for? Dollars. Demand. You must change into dollars. We could shore up our currency to prevent the crash. Folks, we could save ourselves from a lot of this. Not all of it, okay? The cur- the crash would hurt. But we have to start now. We could, again, probably with a concerted effort, uh, jack up to somewhere between 15 and 20 million barrels. We know we could absolutely do 15. All Joe Biden has to do. By the way, we're doing 11.8 million today, down from 13. That's why we have all the pain. We're about to go 2 million uh, less on the world market because OPEC's pulling them. And I don't blame them. I would too. You know how much money they can make with Joe holding the American oil off the market? And here's the thing, folks. We had broken the back of OPEC. I'll never forget the Investor's Business Daily piece declaring this. I literally got tears in my eyes. I choked up reading it on the air. Because you know what? OPEC was powerless. They could cut all the production they want or ramp it up. Didn't matter. You know why? We weren't producing so much oil. We had the upper hand. We didn't need to worry about that cartel anymore. We could go right back there and blast past where we were at 13 million barrels. Again, all of our problems are created by Joseph Robinette Biden. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Idiot. Mental defective. And he's out of control. And the American people don't show any significant signs of stopping him. Not to the outside world. Yes, you know, you listen to talk radio, we complain, we, we complain, we whine, Fox News. Yeah, but to them, what it looks like is a sanitized, sterile environment. As Joe's censors, as we learned in that lawsuit this week uh, by the Attorneys General of Louisiana and Missouri, laid out the most, this is insane thing, number three, terrifying system. They're suing the federal government. 11 federal agencies, at least 61 bureaucrats, from the CDC to the NIAID to the Treasury to Joe Biden's White House itself contain bureaucrats who can simply fill out tickets and have your post censored. We now know that in the 2020 election um, that over 20 million posts were either marked false, taken down and erased 
or so depressed in the search results that two to three percent saw them. Joe Biden runs that operation. It's up and running right now in this election. That's why those two attorneys general are suing. They actually won the first round uh, in circuit court. So that's good. I don't know how it's going to end. But what you have here is a sanitized media environment. And this is why Americans don't see any of this coming. But you read Asian English newspapers. You read Indian English newspapers. You read German English newspapers. And you can see it. A whole conversation about our insanity is going on around the world and we don't even know it. And the left solution? Censor more. Which leads us to insane thing number four. The jackboot persecution. You see what happened to Donald Trump? He's the most politically persecuted man in America. And it's going to become a regular thing. It's already begun to see them repeatedly raid everything about Trump, businesses, houses. Well, you're going to begin to see it happen to Elon Musk. The first shot of the bow came from Bloomberg yesterday. They broke the story that Elon Musk is being investigated by federal authorities related to his attempted acquisition of Twitter. You will see. Elon Musk lived through exactly what Trump has lived through. You will see them raid his house. You will see him let out of his house like Trump was. You will see them raid and destroy his businesses, all of them. You will see so many federal investigations, you'll lose count. Can he stand it? Can he weather it? Can he put up with it financially? Does he even want to? Or will he simply give up? Because what they did to Trump... Small potatoes compared to what's coming for Elon Musk. The federal government will not rest until Musk Musk either agrees to censor us, gives up Twitter, sells it, whatever, to a good liberal who will censor as they should, or is in a prison cell. Yours dead. At some point, do not be surprised if he has to flee to his native South Africa to escape the arm of the law here, because that's what's coming for him. They cannot, cannot, will not, survive politically if there is even one single space on earth where that is frequently trafficked by a lot of people by the masses that they don't control where speech is truly free and open and all perspectives are welcome they cannot survive it not even one place like that think of how exhausting that would be must be for the left to have to gain control through hook or crook or raids or whatever it takes All social media, all platforms to control them all the time. They can't let even one get out of hand. Not a big international trafficked one. One trafficked. So, you know, you have the getters and they're great and the gabs and those are great. But I call those free speech ghettos. They're not going to have people from all over the world with different perspectives on them. So we can't expose the Democrats. You're going to watch him go through holy hell. Will he thrive on it? the way that Trump has, or will it break him? I don't know. We'll see. But they're going full bore because, folks, going back to the lawsuit um, that I have been telling you about all week, the federal government now has the absolute unquestionable ability to censor by simply filling out a ticket and filing with the Election Integrity Project. They have completed their capture of social media. And listen, they have tremendous power because, look, they got bills filed in both houses to break up social media right now. They can go to Twitter. They can go uh, to Facebook. They can do whatever they want and break them up. And they know. Think about it. Left to his own devices right before the 2016 election. I don't like Mark Zuckerberg. He's a weirdo and a liberal. But he gave posters free reign on Facebook. We weren't censored. Naturally, left to his own devices. That's what Zuckerberg would do. 
But now he's afraid. He's trying to keep his empire. They all are. So this is what they allow. And the capture has been complete. So look, we take this over in the midterms, and I think we we are going to have some real success in the midterms. It doesn't matter. They'll still run the government. Us taking office again, even controlling the House and Senate, even controlling the House and Senate by a large margin, isn't going to change any of this. The government will still continue to censor for the Democrats, no matter what legislation we pass. The Department of Justice, the FBI, the law enforcement arms of the federal government will simply ignore the fact that these laws have been broken. Because right now, what's going on between the Democrats, the federal government, and the social media outlets? Classic antitrust. But nobody's prosecuted it. Why? Because the left is infiltrated and completely controls the Department of Justice. So we're going to have to take another route. This is the fight of our time. And Musk will be as investigated and persecuted in every entity under him and every member of his family. They're going to go after his mother. They're going to go after his baby mamas. They're going to rip them apart. Which they started on Ron DeSantis this week. I was waiting for the investigation and now we have it. This one, the first of what will be dozens if he continues to rise in the polls, is by the Department of the Treasury for supposedly misusing COVID relief funds to cruelly transport immigrants from Texas to Martha's Vineyard, where white liberals were unfortunately forced to look upon them. That was quickly remedied. Insane thing number five is a thing of joy. Two weeks ago, several hundred Muslims, some Christians, and some Jewish leaders descended on the liberal school board of Dearborn, Michigan, absolutely outraged about the homoerotic and heteroerotic porn that could be found in middle, elementary, and high school libraries. They simply wanted it removed, but the liberals, knowing better, wanted it left there and hush-hush them. How did that go? Understand, this is a blue-on-blue fight. There's no conservatives here. Muslims in Dearborn again vote over 90% for Democrats, or again, they did. What kind of response did they get? This week, 800 showed up, using words like pedophilia, sickness, perversion, to demand that the books be removed. And the leftists running the school board did what leftists do, reflexively these days. They think they're beyond having to argue their side, plus they can't do it anyway, so they want to censor. So what did they do? What was the first move? Shut down the city council meeting because people were saying things that weren't nice. Nobody was threatened. There was no violence. They just couldn't take it. So they did what they always do. Censor. That meant shutting the meeting down. It only enraged the largely Muslim crowd. Think they'll learn something? I do. When a group of people that votes over 90% for Democrats is slapped by them this way, it's a real wake-up call. Muslims all over the country are watching this. Listen to this white elitist liberal lunatic school board member lecture these people. Again, they're all the same party for merely wanting to remove the porn from the library. A school board in Dearborn, Michigan, trying to silence parents who booed officials during an argument over books in the school library. Before shutting down the meeting, the board members had this advice for anybody who disagreed with them. Watch this. That is not necessary. We understand that people have differing opinions. We will conduct ourselves as adults. We will not boo. We will not jeer. You can clap if you'd like. And you'll listen to the speaker. We're going to be recessing until we can get the situation under control. 
You can clap for us if you'd like, but nothing else will be tolerated or you'll be censored by us shutting down this meeting. Yeah, typical of the left. Here's the thing, folks. This is what this means. We're at a breaking point, a cracking point, because you got to understand the left can't bend. Their base won't let them. Their base will only push them forward. They can't retreat. And their base is only part of their party. The rest of these voters are getting a snootful of what the left really is. And they are recoiling. What'll it all add up to? My gut tells me something. Something big. As I always say at the end of these podcasts these days, pray it comes soon enough. With Tara Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. T Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 